Hi, I'm Kate LeBlanc. And I'm Leah Crowley. You're listening to Our Five Cents. A podcast brought to you by The Good Five Cent Cigar, the University of Rhode Island's student-run newspaper. This is your walk to class. All the URI news you need to know in the time it takes to walk from Keeney to Swan. Don't come for us STEM majors. <laughs> Sorry, I guess you could walk to the engineering building too if yeah. you want. <laughs> or the fac, just yeah, we're all inclusive our here. People. Whatever you want. So we've decided to start out these episodes with what's trending on Twitter, just because it tends to be wild, especially in these times. So it's kind of interesting to have a record on what's trending right in this moment. The first thing that's trending on Twitter is right now is Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the Supreme Court Justice who just recently passed. It's her funeral today. Washington DC is mourning the loss and that's the top news on Twitter right now. Did you see all the clerks standing outside the Supreme Court? That was really powerful. There was like hundreds of them came from over the years and basically just stood there while she was brought into the Supreme Court. Yeah, I got chills watching it. On a, I don't know if this counts as a lighter note, but archaeologists unearthed 27 sarcophagi. Sarcophagi. Yep. Sarcophaguses. Sarcophaguses. Sarcophagi (laughs) in an ancient Egyptian city. The biggest takeaway from that for me is the plural of sarcophagus. Sarcophagi. (laughs) Potentially top 10 oddest words I've ever heard. You're up. I'm trying to think of other odd words. So the other thing that's trending on Twitter right now, on a lighter note again, um, in Finland, well, I guess maybe this isn't as light. (laughs) Yeah. In Finland, at the airports, they're using dogs to sniff out COVID. (gasps) How interesting is that? Really? Yeah, so they're having people do like a nose wipe, but then the dogs sniff it out and sees if they have COVID based upon the scent. How crazy is that? Do we let dogs run the world? That is actually really cool. Yeah. Good for Finland. Good for Finland. (laughs) The other... Oh, I wrote it down. I already forgot. Oh, okay. This is actually actually on a fun note. Are you a fan of Stranger Things? Yes. I, well, okay. So I'm actually watching it right now. Highly recommend Crop Circles by John Bellion, which is kind of referencing and a slash about Stranger Things. Okay. So that was a side note. My Twitter thing is that Enola Holmes comes out today, which is Millie Bobby Brown playing the role of Sherlock Holmes's younger sister. And I just thought it would be really interesting because I was watching the trailer for it and I was like oh Millie Bobby Brown has like a good English accent and then I was like oh wait she is English she's oh <laughs> yeah no she is yeah wow Netflix picked it up I guess and it's so it's I think out right now check it out Nola Holmes Sherlock Holmes is a real person right <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Due to our journalistic integrity, we shall not comment on this issue of Sherlock Holmes any further. No comment. <laughs> next segment we're going to discuss some newspaper or online stories that we wanted to highlight all right for the first story little bit of a shameless plug i really wanted to highlight a story from the newscast this week first and foremost shout out to neocon okon who picked up the story big shout I out pitched it for so long by so long maybe two or three meetings i don't even know if we've had that many yet But I really wanted to see what dining looks like because I was so curious to see how, because they're not eating in the dining halls. Students have to pick up their meals and take them places. Also, they have tents outside for eating. And I was just so out of touch. I had no idea how it was working. The process, crazy. Aniakon did an excellent job of highlighting what it's like 
and they literally had a maze basically for the line to get your food made out of tables yeah it was not at all what i was expecting not only that but like the fact that i felt like the choices were kind of limited in certain respects it's just like less less autonomy yeah. i don't know it just less autonomy over what you're eating and the icon did a great job yeah it's really interesting to see what this process is like in a pandemic for dining and he got his little cup of pineapples <laughs> yeah and his cookie <laughs> which was that was those were our favorite parts and he did a great job so check out that story yeah. on roadycigar.com or you can just look up your eye cigar on youtube and find us there the story that I wanted to highlight was written by one of our staff reporters, Amani Fleming. Um, this is her first semester as a staff reporter, so far she's doing a great job, so shout out to her. This week she wrote a story about the new Rody Connect app, which I assume all students or most students are utilizing. It was really informative, and it talked about how the app has a bunch of features that are essential to students' everyday life, including the new daily health assessment that everyone has to take. It shows open study spaces for students to do online classes. It basically has everything. You can get to Brightspace through it. You can look at the academic calendar through it. You can do everything. It's so wait, awesome. does the app have places, like it'll tell you places you can go study? Yeah, so the app oh. has a list of places that are available. The only thing it doesn't have, she talked about this in the article, people want like real-time updates of how many seats are available in what place, because obviously everything's super limited yeah. right now. Honestly, it's the best app they've ever made, and she That's... did a good job highlighting it. Check out the story to read about everything you can do with the new Rody Connect app. So the final story we're going to be highlighting, I actually haven't read, Kate has read it, but from other editors, I have heard so much about it. One of our staff reporters, Abby Judson, has this column called Ask Abby, and she basically is just super quirky in it and- Creative. Creative, does her own thing, <laughs> marches to the beat of her own drum. In the best way. In the best way, says whatever she wants, and we love it. So this week, just to summarize, the Ask Abby was about her lettuce guilt. <laughs> For those not familiar with lettuce guilt, she basically... Wrote, You're not alone. <laughs> You're not alone. You know, she wrote this piece about how she always feels guilty when she wants to take iceberg lettuce at the dining hall when she knows she could take spinach because there's so much more nutrients in it. The piece is basically just about her personal and ethical dilemma of choosing a plate of water as she wrote... <laughs> As she reversed iceberg lettuce And we as. quote, Yeah. No one wants to have spinach with a Caesar salad. No, exactly. Like, iceberg's just so crunchy. A quote from it is, There's no need to torture yourself with only eating vegetables that contain 188% of your daily vitamin A intake. Iceberg lettuce is the best vessel sometimes for certain salad dressings. It, yeah. Sometimes, like, you just can't deny the crunch. Biggest shout out to Ask Abby. Biggest shout out to Ask Abby. She's always blowing our minds every week. Didn't realize it was a conversation that needed to be had, but I think mm -hmm. it is. We should normalize that. Lettuce guilt is real. Lettuce guilt <laughs> is real. In your walk to class, we'd also like to generally discuss one article or story that we'd like to go more in depth into. So for this week, we've decided to talk about the counseling center because we've had past articles written about it as well as one this week that we think are important to highlight. In December of 2019, a staff reporter at the time, Sophia Zabo, wrote an article about how students and the counseling center are frustrated with understaffing. Um, this understaffing was pretty critical actually. At the time of this article, there was only 12 full-time counselors, two part-time counselors, and three graduate students working at the center. This is a quote from the article. However, the number of students seeking help has risen by 20% over the past five years. And this was before quarantine. Exactly. And we know that with the pandemic and everything going on that 
more people have been seeking help and mental health has been a critical point of the pandemic because obviously locking yourself in your house and trying to social distance can be very isolating and has definitely exacerbated mental health problems in the country, which brings us to how they were struggling, understaffed, students couldn't get appointments as well as they wanted, appointments were limited, but actually now because of the pandemic and because of everything going virtual, what this week's article highlights, it has actually helped the counseling center in some way. There's pros and cons. Definitely, there's yeah. pros and cons. Adam Zingari, the reporter who wrote this week's story, talked to the assistant director of the counseling center who told him that, so they're doing a lot of telehealth appointments for counseling. So an emergency contact is necessary for an appointment with the counseling center right now, as well as you have to inform them of your current location so they can make sure that their practitioners are licensed in your state. So a big thing was making sure that all the practitioners get licensed in the other states so that they can do the telehealth appointments. Oh, gotcha. So this is reaching out to students who are also not back on campus. Exactly. And gotcha. Corey Clark, the assistant director, said that this has been a good thing because historically students that didn't have a car to get to campus or didn't have the means of getting here or didn't live on campus were struggling to get appointments with the counseling center because they were only offering in person for the majority of their appointments. Mm -hmm. So this has opened up more flexibility for students more flexibility for the counselors, so that's good. It's improving that in a way. It does, he mentioned, take away from some of the personal aspects of therapy and counseling, but they're trying their best to get across the same points on Zoom. Another interesting aspect of the story is that last year, the university announced they were going to be building a counseling center slash health services building in between Peck Hall and Butterfield on Butterfield Road, and it also, it would grow their resources because they'll be expanding, so they'll be hopefully more counselors. More counselors and options for students. And that's been delayed a year due to COVID-19. The construction plan is not scrapped, but normally right now they'd be designing the building, figuring out construction, when the timeline's going to be, and it's on hold for a year. They can't do it right now due to the pandemic and just due to their finances during the time because URI is losing a lot of money and I don't think they have that money to spend at the moment. But so far they're making do with the best that they can during this time and trying to still help students at the end of the day. If you are seeking counseling or or want to talk to somebody at URI's Counseling Center, call the phone number 401-874-2288 and hopefully they can make you an appointment. So to close out your walk to class, we are going to do a weekly COVID-19 update. So for this week, we're just going to read off the stats of the COVID tracker right now. Keep in mind though, we are recording this on Wednesday the 23rd. So by Friday, when this episode comes out, they may be a little different. URI's COVID-19 data from September 15th to September 22nd includes 1,899 tests administered, 60 positive cases for a 3% positive test rate. It also says that there are 486 total people in isolation slash quarantine. 26 students are in the university's isolation slash quarantine, meaning that they're in the university's quarantine beds or accommodations. Yeah. Yeah. And it says that 4% of the university isolation slash quarantine beds are occupied. That concludes your walk to class. Hope you got there safely. Stay tuned until next week, where on Friday we'll have another episode with more university updates for you. And in the meantime, check out our newspaper on
on stands now. Check out RoadieCigar.com for more or to watch the newscast. Let us know what you want to hear in the comments down below. Oh yeah, There's Spotify no doesn't have comments. No. If you want tips, questions, things you want us to feature, email us at URICigar at gmail.com. And wear a mask. Wear a mask, please. See you next week.